Binge Pods. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Follow Daughter Startups, your exclusive gateway to the world of early stage startup founders. This is your front row seat to dive headfirst into their business pitches and stay updated with their business updates. Let's go. While many of us fondly recall the nurturing care provided by our grandmothers in our early days, not every child today gets to experience that invaluable warmth. It's from this heartfelt sentiment that Sita emerges, a premium natural baby bath and skincare brand offering safety-tested reliability and gentle care for babies. Powered by the Lexicon Group, Sita crafts the heaven for young parents with products that are all-natural, safe, and rigorously tested. Hi, I'm Ankita Bhava, your host at Follow Daughter Slash Startups. Today, we are honored to have Akanksha Sharma, the CEO and co-founder of Sita, join us. Akansha embodies the essence of modern leadership, combining her education in design and management from the United States to revolutionize the baby care industry in India. She's here to share insights into the essence of Sita. Hi, Akansha. Welcome to Follow Startups. Hi, Ankita. Thank you so much for having me here today. You're most welcome. And it's fantastic to have you here, Akansha. So let's start with knowing you a bit first and how this transition from design and management to steering Sita unfolded for you. I went to the U.S. to do my uh, bachelor's uh, and I did it in a combined education of uh, fashion design and industry management. So but when I was there, I noticed something which was very interesting and that was what sort of led me to start Sita. So my mother is also a part of Sita, who is the co-founder with me and my brother as well. And she studied cosmetics. So I always knew it was her dream one day to have her own brand. But uh, my family is into another business and unfortunately that could never happen. So that was always there in the back of my head. But anyhow, when I was studying there in the US, I heard about a case between a very famous um, baby care brand that was going on across the world. Now it has you know, come to India also. The case has been active in India for the past few years as well. But it started out there earlier. So it was in the news a lot. There was a lot of buzz around it. And their baby powder was under fire because of uh, them using ingredients like talc, which ended up being cancerous for people. And a lot of women ended up having cancer because of use of that powder. And uh, that kind of caught my attention. And uh, anyhow, I finished my course and I came back to India. And that's when I spoke to my mother about this case. And we were discussing it and we thought, why not start off with, uh, why not start a brand that gives an alternative to parents? Whereas if they don't want to use uh, a product like this, which is, you know, causing harm to people, they are aware of it. Why not give them more alternatives? Because there were not many in the market then. And that's how we created Sita and started off on our journey there. That's amazing. 
So uh, let's talk about CETA. Now guide us through the fundamental concept and the consumer insights behind CETA and what uh, what is it unique value proposition that sets it apart. So, you know, there are not, uh, or when we started rather, there were not many baby care brands that were coming from like independent houses. Most of them were coming from already established brands or MNCs. So it was a bit of a new territory. It still is actually kind of unexplored. Like there's still a lot of more clothing brands, skincare brands that are coming from smaller houses, but not so much in baby care. I think maybe because it's a kind of segment which has got a little higher trust deficit. Like their parent has to be very, very sure about what they're applying on their child. So because of that reason, there's not been too many takers for it in mm-hmm. the past, although now that is starting to change. But uh, what we realized at Sita was that, you know, Indian parents still want to use the remedies that they are told by their parents. So like if your mother will tell you, Ki, you know, Ankita, apke yeah. pe haldi lagana ya fir, uh, dahi lagana. those are things we still go back to and we believe in. So we thought, let's get that to a parent, but they don't necessarily have the time to, you know, get all of that ready every day for the kid, then get ready and go to work. And there's 10 things that everyone has to do. So let's try and give them a convenient alternative to using those natural remedies and natural ingredients, but bottling it up for them for convenience. And that's how we created the, uh, you know, the um, essence of Sita, which is that we have used age old traditions with modern science, because we also wanted to bring innovation to a sector like baby care, which is not famous for innovation. Mm. You know, baby skincare is not one where we think, oh, there'll be something very unique and different in skincare for babies. But that's what we wanted to bring to the table for a parent. And we tried to do that with all our products. They've all been a little innovative, but combining traditional ingredients and remedies. So that's that's how I think we set ourselves apart in the market. And so far, the response that people have shown towards it has been very, very nice. So fortunately, we've been very lucky. Amazing. I mean, the ethos of Dadi Nani Ke Nuske and the notion of creating products that mirror a grandmother's care. It's heartwarming. So give me uh, some examples of how this traditional wisdom influences the formu- formulation of Sita's products. Like especially concerning the ingredients used and what are what are the steps taken to maintain this commitment? So we actually started before we started creating our products. Uh, we started with research across the country because the uh, baby care rituals across our country are very different, so vast that if you go to just massage a baby, which is a traditional practice that we have been doing for generations, even the oil that we use to massage it in Maharashtra alone, you have five or six different oils used in different areas. So imagine in a country like India, the amount of, you know, natural ingredients that are there and that are used and that have actual benefits also. So we thought let's try and combine them in a way that's really safe so that the baby is getting the best of all, but is still safe. So we started with our research across the country what are the ingredients that are used and that's how we then created our formulas which are inspired by that but are still tested rigorously for safety so what are some of the products that you have so like our massage oil for example like i said about massaging the baby uh normally you use one or two oils but our oil has 12 oils in it because we've seen across the country there are different ones yeah so like 
coconut is one you use in the south in north you'll use castor in uh, if you come towards maharashtra side they use sesame or brahmi so we've combined all of these to get a uh safe formulation but you know for the baby to get the benefits of everything so the massage oil is one of them there's one also which is the balm which is sort of our hero product and uh, that's also because i think it's a little innovative there isn't another baby balm in the market in india so far so its texture is very different from any cream or lotion so we wanted to bring about a little different products but we are still using ingredients in that like tulsi or turmeric or coconut which you know we understand and we recognize but are still uh you know inspired by nature and the innovation is the texture and the way that you apply it all right amazing so let's dive deeper into your target market per se and the consumer personas you cater to so give give us some insights into those specifics right so actually at sita we took a very conscious decision uh to create products that are priced at a premium because we saw that there is not many brands catering to that in the market there are a lot of people who um you know for ourselves when it comes to picking products we are ready to spend so much on it you know we'll buy like high end luxury brands for skin care or even if we buy you know today even a lot of other brands are priced at a premium price so when we do that for ourselves how is it that we are not able to do that for our babies and then we realize that's not the case it's not people it's not that people don't want to it's that they didn't have an option because there weren't uh, any brands catering to that price range so that's how uh, you know we are priced i think at the general market i think we are around 4 to 5 times the price of the mass market mm. so that is a bit of a different transition and that took a while also more so because people are not used to seeing those price points in a baby care segment so when they started seeing that first it was a little resistance was felt but now i think we've established the people who want to purchase our product and we get orders from everywhere across the country honestly to me sometimes it's surprising that we get it from certain addresses where i didn't think we would be selling because i didn't think people would want to pay such a premium for a product but it's i don't know how it's happening <laughs> so i'm glad that it's happening yeah so our target audience has actually been surprising me and i think uh, when we started it off it was a more niche uh, segment that we were targeting but realistically that has become larger because i think people are willing to invest in skin care for their babies absolutely so kanksha regarding the growth stage of sita where do you see the company position presently uh so we have not uh, you know gone into funding that we've not gone into that route so we are f- uh, a personally funded company and uh, at the moment i'd say we're still at our early uh, revenue stage uh, we are planning for expansion soon but whether we go into funding or not is not something that we have yet decided on so at the moment it's yeah it's it's at early revenue so uh, would you like to share some noteworthy business metrics or key performance indicators that highlight sita's success and performance in the market so far sure so i think uh, last financial year we were able to do close to 1 cr revenue and i'm hoping that by this uh, you know this year ending march hopefully we'd be at at least 30 to 40% increase on that we still have a few months to go so let's see all right but uh, this month this year we've seen 
yeah touch would be seen good growth because we've uh, been able to introduce a few more sizes and a few more products and uh, also added in a few more sales channels so what are some of the key markets where sita has observed substantial growth like you said ki aisi aisi jagah se orders aaye hain jahan pe socha bhi nahi tha so what are the what are some of the key markets uh, so actually um, we are present online mm-hmm. on our website and uh, we are also on all leading marketplaces and uh, this year we've also expanded offline quite a bit so we are now in around uh, four cities in india and i think by the uh, end of the financial year hopefully we'll be in around eight cities across india and we work with uh, doctors and pediatricians because they recommend our products for babies so uh, we have multiple uh, you know sales channels where people are buying from us and something that we noticed on our website particularly was i wasn't actually um, targeting per se the eastern side of the country too much which is like sikkim mm-hmm. side uh, and mizoram lay but surprisingly lay has been getting us a lot of orders which is not something we really factored in too much but i think because our balm is great for the winters so everywhere that's on the colder belt is where we're seeing it in very like corners of the country so i'm glad that sita is reaching so far so uh, would you like to spill some tea on what strategies sita has implemented to acquire and retain customers in this competitive baby care industry oh yeah <laughs> so i think like i said before the trust deficit is a huge factor in the baby care industry so i think the fact that doctors are recommending our product is something that sets us apart from a lot of other brands that are entering the market right now and because at the end of the day uh, especially for a new parent it's uh, very confusing and there's too many decisions to be taken so when an expert is telling you that uh, you know use x or y product for your baby you are that much more assured and fortunately i think the product has been performing well enough for doctors to recommend it so that has definitely been an important step for us and other than that also you know we have been working continuously this year on how we can do a little bit more than just a sale for our customers so when it comes to like even our social media we try and give them not just uh, knowledge about our products but about any relevant thing also that might be helpful f- to them so we have like the care club which is uh, a model where we have experts come in and talk to parents so when it's offline like at the moment we've only been able to do that in one city so far but we've got experts and then had parents you know uh, come in and talk to them and they have like we've had um, different types of sessions for them uh where you know like one of them was like a a storytelling session for kids or one of them was uh like a drumming session for parents to you know leave the stress behind a little or one of them was uh online also we spoke to a couple of doctors uh we spoke to baby led weaning experts so it's not exactly relevant to us as a skincare brand but we believe that Uh, a parent is not just with us because we're just selling them a product we're also somehow becoming a part of their baby's childhood memory you know so it's a long journey if they are buying our product they're most likely going to use it for the next 3 to 5 years if they like it and if the if it suits their child so it's a long t- time to be with somebody and we feel like 
you know it's not just about retaining them it's also about giving them more and more that they can appreciate incredible akansha so where is your office located in india it's in pune it's in pune okay and are you uh, currently operating solely within india or do you have a presence beyond its borders so at the moment we are in just in india but i think hopefully by jan we'll be available uh, online uh, across the world hopefully well let's hope and let's catch up when you do that <laughs> so uh, i think it would be very fascinating to gain some insights into how sita's revenue strategy has evolved over time so could you shed some light on your current revenue model yeah so i think for fmcg it's very straightforward you just have um our uh, you know our website sales happening the marketplace sales happening and because we are also offline we also have primary sales to our distributors so it's pretty straightforward and uh, when it started off it was just one or two channels but over time we have now in added in channels like offline sales so it's um been a little different learning for me personally hmm. but uh, yeah the revenue model is still very straightforward fortunately in fmcg that's one uh, thing that's easy to understand <laughs> okay so you said your co-founder is your own mom monisha sharma and naturally that pure uh, mother and daughter bond it beautifully translates into your brand and the products especially uh blending tradition with modern convenience i would say that's beautiful so i'm sure the audience would also love to know monisha sharma's role within seta and the dynamics of this unique partnership that you guys share right so actually i come from a business family so everyone in my house is working and has some or the other like we have multiple businesses so everyone is handling something or the other so when we come back home in the evening even our dinner discussions are like aaj kaam pe kya hua is very like intense because everyone is giving a download on what has happened in different different businesses of the house during the day so working with my family is something that i have always seen happening because my parents have always worked together my uncle auntie have always worked with my parents and uh, like now i'm seeing the same like transition but it's like me working with my mother and my brother tanay who is also a part of seta okay and uh, it's very interesting it's an interesting thing uh, sometimes yeah there's a little uh, bad side to it is that you can't shut your brain off because uh, jo you're you're doing an office you're also thinking about that at home and then it's not just you it's also the other people you're living with who are thinking of the same thing so sometimes that factors there but on the whole i think it brings a lot of enthusiasm into the workplace because it genuinely feels like your family is there and by uh, extension like the people who are part of our uh, company also feel like family which is what at least they say to be so i hope they actually feel that way but um, it feels like a family working together because our thought process is now like that because there are two three people from the house already working in that business right. so it definitely brings in really nice energy the both of you actually with the with the three of you you your mother and your brother provide us with an overview of the team size and how are the various departments structured uh, within seta so uh, we have around um, 26 people in the team now okay uh we have a different department for everything so but primarily we have an online department and an offline department and online we have the marketing and the online sales 
which are you know very close to one another that work together and then we have the offline team which takes care of the sales across different cities in india and we have a logistics department yeah and naturally your finance department <laughs> and any particular key hires or positions that you are seeking at the moment we are actually looking for somebody to help us out with the marketing okay uh, yeah somebody who's had, yeah like a mid level marketing person but yeah somebody who can bring in a fresher perspective because we also uh, hoping to get into uh, adult skincare soon so there's a lot of more work in that side so yes. in terms of marketing and that's a cue for my audience to apply to sita so we are almost nearing the end of this conversation and i think it would be great now to get a glimpse of what's on the horizon for sita in the upcoming 12 months and are there any exciting updates plans or innovations in store that you would like to share with us yeah so we're at, actually we have just completed our rebranding uh, yeah. this month and in fact i it'll go up completely i think it must have gone up yesterday on our uh, handles and uh, it's been a very uh, taxing but a very fun journey to redo everything and in the midst we've also been able to launch newer sizes of our products we've also launched one new product which we actually will be launching tomorrow and uh, we hope we have another few products in the pipeline for the baby care but we want to heavily expand into women's and men's skincare which i hope will be up and running in the next 12 months so i hope we'll be able to make some noise with that running a d2c brand as you know can be quite the thrilling yet demanding journey so from your own experience tell us what are the top three key elements you believe a d2c brand needs to conquer to thrive in this ever competitive space um i think first of all primarily quality because you can always get someone to try your product once but they will not come back if you are not providing them with actual quality that is worth the price that you are offering to them so that is one thing you have to focus on irrespective of which field you are in uh i think the second thing would be to uh keep a broader mind especially when it comes to dealing with your customers so you know like every every d2c brand is going to have a uh, customer feedback issues at some point or the other you know maybe a shipment is delayed maybe they receive the wrong product but i think at that moment teaching yourself and your team to be open minded about them that you know maybe the person on the other side is not having a good day maybe they were waiting for your shipment to come in and then they received the wrong shipment and it's really like irritated them so just you know dealing with that calmly being open about it and you know being honest about whatever went wrong treating them like an actual partner in that sale and i've seen that really work and people have come back to us saying okay i'm i'm sorry i was having a bad day but i'm glad i'm thank you for you know revising your mistake so people are actually that welcoming to you and i think the third thing is being transparent which is something we really believe in there are brands in india that you know will write your key ingredients in your products for example when it comes to skin care i'll only write the top few ingredients uh, because by law if there's something below 1% you're not supposed to write it but we don't believe in that concept we feel like even if it's 0.0001% you should still write it because ultimately somebody's putting it on their skin so be honest with them if you feel like that's a problematic ingredient they are absolutely free to refuse that and say that i don't want to use this 
but we cannot not tell them that is what we believe so 100% transparency goes a long way maybe in the short term it will feel like people will question you a lot more but in the long run i think it's always better to tell people the truth that's true and akansha it's been a truly enriching discussion and given our intention to reach a broader audience are there any specific areas where seta is currently seeking support such as potential partnerships collaborations or any connections with experts on new market segments this is your opportunity to voice any needs that you have sure so uh, we are constantly working with influencers so if there's anyone here who's watching that and can think of any way that you know they would be able to promote the product for us or try it out and recommend it to people if they like it then please do get in touch with us we love working with partners uh, i we are not close to any collabs actually we can figure out a way to collab with anything because at the end of the day like i said it's not about just providing a product to a parent it's about providing a complete lifestyle so if there's anyone who thinks they fit in in any way please feel free to reach out to us we would love to collab and you know help improve people's lifestyle in any way okay so let's quickly move on to our concluding round which is a rapid fire round just five questions are you ready yes i'm on the couch theek <laughs> hai <laughs> okay question number 1 is there a book that you would like to recommend that has greatly influenced your journey there is a book called contagious which uh, talks about how ideas spread and become viral and i love reading that book and i think everybody should read that book especially if you are in marketing well that that's a good choice okay question number 2 which is your go to productivity tool or app that you find most helpful in your daily work oh uh, i have to say it's notion because i get to check off everything that i've done and then i feel great <laughs> Okay, question number 3. Can you share a fun fact about you that most people don't know yet? I like to cook a lot. I don't get a chance to, but I like to cook a lot and I don't tell my team that because then they'll make me cook some things and get it. <laughs> well, now and now the secret is out. Yeah. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> now it's out. Yes. <laughs> okay, question number 4. So there's a saying that don't tell me who you are, just tell me what brands you use. So describe yourself using just the names of three brands that you use. Nike because yes I love sports. Um Apple because it's made my life very easy and um I don't know there are too many skincare brands I can't pick one. Okay so two is fine. <laughs> I have a cupboard full of just Next question what is your favorite quotation or mantra that you live by? There's one I read long time ago which I really liked was um start walking and the path will appear. Wow. And last but not the least what is your yeah. one piece of advice for the young audience watching this I think that in our country you know sometimes um, we're really dissuaded from the idea of entrepreneurship uh, because it feels like a big risk it's not it's I'm not going to say it's not a big risk it is a very big risk but uh, the rewards are always worth it and I think if you feel like you are somebody who wants to have their own business you should always bet on yourself and try it out because uh, i it's not just changed my whole life it's changed me as a person completely and uh, i don't think i could have flourished in this way as i am if had i not started my own company and learned about all the things that can be done and that i can do so if you if you have an inkling for that then just jump into it that is true i hope akansha this was worthy of your time so thank you so much 
and no, absolutely before thank you so much for having me here i had such a great time <laughs> you're most welcome but before i let you go i'd love for you to share a wish you have for sita something you hope to see come uh, to fruition in the near future oh um i hope that uh, we are synonymous with trust for people you know that if they want to recommend something to a friend or to a fellow parent whether it's for themselves or the for their babies i hope that they can always trust us and i hope that we always remain a trusted presence in people's life i'm sure you will i mean with sita's dedication to providing exceptional baby care products blending tradition and modern convenience here's to nurturing experiences that resonate with every child so thank you so much and all the very best akanksha Thank you so much Ankita. If you'd like to stay updated with the latest developments and business insights at Sita, you can follow their channel on follow.us/startups. Thank you for tuning in. If you want to listen to more such interviews with innovative new founders, don't forget to visit www.follow.us Slash startups, and if you want to showcase your startup, feel free to drop me a note at ankita dot bahava at the rate follow dot us. We'd love to hear your story.